Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever Show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. It's the best friends forever. Best friends forever. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stanfield. I am Greg Sussman. Welcome inside week two. Almost in the books. What's happening, Frankie? Yeah, there's a lot going on, obviously. Especially you play in a super flex league and you have Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger. The season's probably over. It's How you doing, Greg? absolutely nuts, man. I told you my home league is super flex league. We've lost a lot of quarterbacks. Nick Foles, of course, went down last week. It's been a really, really tough year in that super flex. Makes, it, makes the waiver wire really, really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a wild week. Eli seeing, Manning could be benched as soon as this week. Yeah, seeing how much guys like Mason Rudolph are going to go for. Teddy Bridgewater. Taysom Hill? Question mark. We'll see what happens, but... Ultimately, it was another crazy week in the NFL. It's not completely over yet. Jets and Browns tonight. I will actually be at that game rooting on Trevor Simeon. Let's go. How about that? Jets-Browns tonight. We'll preview that a little bit later on in the show. How was your weekend, Frank? How's my weekend? Well, my weekend was much better than my fantasy football weekend overall. Uh, looks like I'm going to go 2-6 and six for the second straight week, so I got some work to do. We'll uh, try and help everyone out on the waiver show tomorrow. But today, winners, losers, eh? So we'll get into that a little bit later on. How yeah. was your weekend, Greg? We'll get into that uh, in a bit. My weekend was full of wedding stuff, which was great. Of course, a lot of paying attention here. College football today, no doubt. Uh, pro football talk and all the other Sunday shows. A lot was going on here at the Sports Grid TV network. But what was I also had going on? A lot of wedding stuff. Today. A tuxedo fitting, which was fun. Uh, tasting, which was fun. Judy had her bridal shower, which was fun. A lot going on. Yeah, this is starting to become real, huh, Greg? Starting it's very, to it's it's very, very real. real. It's very real for you. I, I got a, I got a little bit more time. It's I'm, very real. I'm about yesterday, two years away, yeah. so I'm, I'm chilling for now. Yesterday was real. <laughs> yesterday was really extremely real. You yeah. know, it was just like, holy crap, like this is happening. <laughs> I watched a lot, but you know, the best part. Get married was, in like two months, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like six Wild. weeks. Yeah, yeah. On um, my birthday too. Sorry about that. But you'll be attending. Yeah. You, you, you checked true. yes. That is my. Uh, you checked yes. This is the little birthday party to myself. I wasn't sure. You know, you know I'm, going, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to Greg's wedding on my birthday. Thanks, man. Will we be singing happy birthday to me? No. Oh. Well, maybe just like my table? Sure. All right. You can just tell the other people at your table. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, just introduce myself, or maybe there'll be people I know there. I don't know. We don't know. You know. 
I, I couldn't tell you. Um, all right, so on the show today, we're going to get into everything and how it affects winners, losers. We're going to do all that uh, coming up in a little bit. I want to um, wait before we get into the, 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 big, the biggest stories, because I want to do that after the race. We have time to kind of elaborate here. So let me start with the Dallas Cowboys, who this upcoming week, they play Miami. They are 21.5-point favorites, opened up, which is nuts. But Miami may be the worst team we've ever seen. I mean, they got demolished by the New England Patriots yesterday. It was close for a little while. But, like, they are truly, Frank, the worst team I've, I've ever seen. And that's the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and that's not even an overstatement either. They are that bad. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing two pick sixes. If you were playing against the Patriots defense yesterday in fantasy, my God, I am sorry because I was facing them in a few leagues. I haven't, you know, you don't normally see defenses give you 40 points in fantasy football matchups. Well, guess what? It happened to this guy in two different leagues yesterday. So the Dolphins are really that bad. I mean, they got to turn it over to Josh Rosen. You got to at least see what you have in the kid. I understand, you know, the offensive line is terrible. He's played both games. Seems like everybody is terrible on this team not entirely true. I don't think Kenyon Drake is a bad player, but when you're put in this type of predicament, you're pretty much set up to fail. You're not really, you're not going to have anywhere to run. How about a few times yesterday, Kalen Balaje threw him the ball. I, I believe he one fumbled off of his hands, yes. went into a pick six. Yes. The other one they threw at him, he ducked out of the way, Greg. That was he the ducked thing. out of the way. So I'm going to imitate this. This is unbelievable. I've never seen this. We, I, I watched it. I rewound. Uh, you I want to pass me a football? We'll, we'll zoom out. I'll throw yeah, it at yeah, you. Yeah, you can, you can duck out of the here way. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, here we, we got one up here. We got one over there. All right, let's get a little. Uh, let's get let's get yeah. this camera zoomed out a little zoom, bit. We're gonna zoom I'm, that I'm out. actually going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a play by play here. I am Ryan Fitzpatrick. You are Kalen Balaj. So I'm gonna come out of the backfield. You're, you're coming out of the backfield. Huh? I'm standing in the pocket. I'm about to get killed because I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just hit the air conditioner. Uh, but, yeah, that's, ba- that's basically how it went down. Ryan Fitzpatrick tried to throw the ball to Kalen Balazs, and he Here, ducked we're, out of we're the We're going to do it one more time. Okay. All right. Hike. Stay in the pocket. Uh, that's exactly how it went down. For those of you who are watching on Zumo Channel 719 right now, Get on the grid. Kalen Balazs yesterday. Literally. Why is this guy playing? He ducked and thought it was going to somebody past him. That's what he thought. I mean, if you knew the play, then you should know that there's no one running a route behind you. It was unbelievable. He couldn't believe they were throwing him the ball out of the backfield. The Dolphins are that bad. By the way, immediately following that play, Kenyon Drake requested a trade. He has, he has, Kenyon Drake had five catches yesterday. He actually, you know, for PPR, Not horrible. he almost had 10 points. Not horrible. <laughs> More than most of my players did. But you know what? I've thought about this, Craig. If he's going to get traded, where is, where is he going to get traded to? There's not really... You know, I'm looking around the league. I was thinking about it. Maybe Tampa Bay, but even there, like they'd probably use Peyton Barber over him. I don't. I don't know that there's anywhere that would work very for, well for, for his Andrew. value. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I have to think about it. I have to think it was a good. Yeah. I mean, I kind of went through the teams. Like no one really needs a running back all that much. And then yeah, if I've, he goes somewhere where he's just a third down back, like doesn't help us. It yeah. doesn't really help all that much either. He's yeah. proven he can be a workhorse. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I guess like Jacksonville is a third down back works. Sure. You know? Yes. Yeah, but I don't know. I think they were invested in Leonard Fournette. And they've been throwing him the football too. Yes, they have. Six receptions in each of his first yes, two games. Yes, they have. Absolutely. Not Absolutely. really rushing well, but, you know, if you listen to the BFFs, you knew that. Uh, no, obviously. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, when we come back on the BFFs today, the winners from week two, the losers from week two. 
Yeah. From week two. We're going to let you know. Try as much as we can. There's a lot of games to talk about. We're going to give you the winners and losers from every single game and what matters. When we come back, Pittsburgh Steelers, New Orleans Saints, massive injuries to their quarterback. Who wins, who loses? A lot. We'll tell you who next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The morning line. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Mahomes. It's uh, Andy Reid. Hell, even Gruden, Derek Carr look like they know what they're doing. Until, of course, neither team scored a damn point in the second half. And what did it happen to this better? Well, since they only combined to score 38 points, they were 16 points shy of the total. 16 times 2,500, ladies and gentlemen. It cost the man $40,000 the better because they did not cover. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. Back with you, BFFs, hanging out, and it's now time for the week two winners, losers, and eh? The BFFs presents Winners. I won. I won. You're a winner. Losers. You suck. You are one pathetic loser. And eh? Oh, man. I have no idea what's going on. That's right! 
winners, losers, and eh, right here on the BFS Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo Channel 719. Get on the grid. Frank, let's begin with the Pittsburgh Steelers, who not only lost the game yesterday, but lost their quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger, for the season. Allen elbow injury, and you saw it. After some of these deep passes, he kept holding on to that elbow. You're like, what's going on? Then he didn't come back. He was standing on the sidelines. He's like, all right, can, can he come back now? He did it, and he won't for the rest of the season. He's going to need surgery on his elbow. Could be Tommy John. Big Ben, out for the season. Mason Rudolph, your new starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That They're upset they traded away Joshua Dobbs now. Mason Rudolph's a quarterback. What does this do to everybody? James Conner, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Vance McDonald, and that piece of crap bum, can't say any more words, Dante Moncrief. Well, Dante Moncrief was already a drop candidate, uh, much like he drops every ball that's thrown his way. I looked into some snap counts before we came on the air here, Greg, and Dante Moncrief played only 16 offensive snaps. And yet he still screwed up! And he still screwed up. James Washington actually was second among wide receivers in terms of snaps. So I'll get to him in a little bit. Let's start off with Juju and James Conner. Juju was... He was fine yesterday, 5 for 84 on 8 targets. We saw him have a 45-yard catch, which actually came from Mason Rudolph. I think the jury is still going to be out. Mason Rudolph has been in the league for a few seasons. He is a third-round pick out of Oklahoma State. He didn't look terribly yesterday, 12 for 19, 112 yards, 5.9 yards per attempt, threw two touchdowns. Oh, Obviously, Juju, you have to downgrade him a little bit, You know, whereas he was a top-five wide receiver drafted in most drafts. You know, I tweeted out earlier, I think he's still a high-end wide receiver too. Maybe that's, you know, a little bit too optimistic, but I think he's still in that, you know, top 15, top 20 wide receiver discussion. Obviously, we'll see, you know, what kind of rapport he develops with Mason Rudolph. James Conner, we still have to see what's going on with his knee injury. He injured his knee in this one. He left. He only had 11 carries for 33 yards, which would make Jalen Samuels, obviously, you know, a high-end RB2 if anything were to happen to James Conner, so... We have to see what's going on with him, first and foremost, with his knee injury. But, look, obviously losing Ben Roethlisberger, a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know, someone who has performed very well over the past couple of seasons and throughout his career, that, you know, it's going to affect the offense, their ability to get up and down the field, their ability to score points and put them in position for other people to score fantasy points in the red zone, et cetera, et cetera. I think for James Washington and Vance McDonald, this is actually interesting because we saw Vance McDonald have a huge game once Mason Rudolph came in, caught all seven of his targets, we saw, you know, the red zone touchdown where, you know, it was a little screen pass. Nice, nicely done play by Mason Rudolph as well. And James Washington, I mentioned this, he played the second most snaps among wide receivers in this game, and he has a rapport with Mason Rudolph. They went to Oklahoma State together where James Washington had almost 4,500 receiving yards and 39 receiving touchdowns. They played all four years together. They have a rapport. We'll talk about this more tomorrow, but I think James Washington is actually one of the sneakier ads this week, Greg. James, Wa- James Washington, I think, is an absolutely sneaky ad because of the connection that these guys had in college, and that's real. And, when you, and especially backup quarterback also relates to the backup players that he practices with. James Washington, up until this week, the clear number three wide receiver, practiced with Mason Rudolph throughout the week. There is a connection here that is true. I think James Washington, as a starter with Mason Rudolph as the quarterback... Yep. Obvious ad for me. Yeah, I think it's very clearly winner, for me. James Washington. Yes, winner James Washington and potentially Vance McDonald as well. As I mentioned, losers here. I think for now, I think the jury might still be out, but at least for now, what we know, losers, 
Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner. And Vance McDonald, too, I think. I guess uh, would quarterback Vance, relies on tight end. You know, yeah, he, you're right. Called both of his touchdowns you're for Mason right. Rudolph yesterday. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yep. You're absolutely right. Clear losers are the superstars. James Conner also hurt himself yesterday. Yeah. And no team BFF. Juju Smith-Schuster and my whole league team, James Conner and Juju. Yeah. So. That's about as sarcastic of a slap as we can get. Frank, I went, I went 0-4 yesterday. I am having a terrible season. Uh, well... That's that's why the waiver wire exists, Greg. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have a big show tomorrow. We need a lot of help. We need desperate amounts of help. But unfortunately, Big Ben wasn't the only veteran quarterback to go down yesterday, as Drew Brees also went down with looks like not only does he have a, a broken thumb, but it looks like he tore tendons in that thumb. Which you got a first opinion, but probably didn't sound so good. Sean Payton said today, after who signed a new five year extension, by the way, Sean Payton, that he's going to get a second opinion on that thumb. We'll see. Teddy Bridgewater, the starting quarterback in New Orleans. I'm sure we'll see plenty of Taysom Hill, sneaky ad in Superflex Leagues. What do you think about the New Orleans Saints? Winners, losers, eh? Yeah, I think it's very, very similar situation for uh, the New Orleans Saints as it is for the Steelers. I'm downgrading the superstars here. Michael Thomas, you know, he's still going to be a low-end wide receiver one. We saw yesterday, even with Bridgewater in for most of that game, Michael Thomas was able to convert 13 targets, uh, 10 receptions, 89 yards. So he's still going to get the volume here. I think it's all the other pieces that we were kind of interested in. You know, Ted Ginn as like a bi-week replacement. Uh, you know, when they're playing at home in New Orleans, that's out the window now. Traquan Smith, I don't have any interest. Uh, when it comes to Jared Cook, maybe Bridgewater leans on him over the middle of the field, but Jared Cook was targeted seven times yesterday, only caught two of those for 25 yards. What it comes down to is, and I, I've watched a lot of Teddy Bridgewater. He was the backup for the Jets. He played in their preseason last year. You know, we watched a lot of him with the Minnesota Vikings. Personally, I feel that Teddy Bridgewater has been really overvalued in his career in the NFL. I agree. Uh, you know, he's thrown 29 touchdowns, 23 interceptions, 7.1 yards per attempt. I think he's a fine backup, but that's what he is. You know, he's probably closer to Jacoby Brissett than an actual starting quarterback in the NFL. And I, I think because he had pedigree coming out of college, because he was a first-round pick, we kind of wanted Teddy Bridgewater to be something. But And, and it's a great story for him. I'm really happy he's back in the NFL. I don't think that he is that great as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And, you, you know, you brought up Taysom Hill. There might actually be more plays where he's used now moving forward. So I, I think, think it's a an lot. obvious downgrade for everybody here. Uh, you know, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are not, you know, maybe the top five at the position that they once were. They're still going to be low in RB1, low in uh, wide receiver one. But I think all these other ancillary pieces here, Greg... You, know, you can't really count on them So anymore. I think Alvin Kamara is fine. I'm not downgrading him all that much. Yeah. Even Latavius Murray, I have to downgrade him now too. You do have to downgrade him. I don't really want to downgrade Alvin Kamara. And that's because one of the reasons you yourself was kind of down on Drew Brees this year was because they don't throw the ball enough. They rely on the run game. They have reinvented themselves from Drew Brees prime to now. Yep. That's still going to be the case. They're not going to ideally want or need Teddy Bridgewater to go out and win games for them. Yesterday, a bit of an outlier. You're in L.A. You're facing the Rams, arguably the class of the NFC. You're one of the top teams in the NFC. And you needed Teddy Bridgewater to throw the ball down the field. I think with Sean Payton, who we trust, and Aaron Cromer, who we trust on an offensive basis, it's going to be a whole lot of running the football with Alvin Kamara and with Latavius Murray. I, I think that there's not going to be a clear, down, a clear, clear downgrade for Kamara. I'll disagree just because sure. I think the efficiency is going to take a step down. Like Makes sense. Defenses are not going to respect Teddy Bridgewater the way that they respect Drew Brees. So you know, part of what has made Alvin Kamara so great is 
he's been able to be so efficient with the touches that he gets. You know, he doesn't get as many touches as Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley, but he puts up similar type numbers because of the efficiency that he has. So I think, you know, when you insert Teddy Bridgewater or even a Taysom Hill, defenses are not going to respect those quarterbacks the same way that that they will a Drew Brees. So, you know, we might see a little bit more volume, but ultimately I think the efficiency comes down for both Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray. All right, so the efficiency going down. I think Michael Thomas... Uh, as you saw yesterday with Bridgewater, he's going to be fine. It's everybody else, like you mentioned. Yep. Ted Ginn, Traquan Smith, probably Jared Cook. Dropping Jared Cook? For who? We can talk about it more for tomorrow, Will, for Will but Disley? like Will Disley. Am I dropping Jared Cook for Will Disley? Probably. It seems like a lateral move to me. I don't. Yeah, well, I mean, look, at least Will Disley's being targeted in the red zone. Yeah, absolutely. That could change. I, I probably don't. Yeah. That, it's, like I said. You have the tight ends out there. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But yeah. Well, like, well, Tyler Eifert scored a touchdown. If Tyler Higby's hurt, then Gerald Everett I saw that might actually, you know, yes. yeah, there's yeah. not two tight ends now, you know. And Jason Witten, no reliable. It, dude, it's 2019, and we're actually going to be talking about Jason Witten tomorrow, Frank Gore, and Carlos Hyde, Greg. It's 2019. <laughs> What's dead may never die. What's dead may never die, indeed. Other winners and losers coming your way. I want to get to New England. We talked about Miami a little bit. I want to get to the New England side because I have a lot to talk about there. New England Patriots, more winners, losers. Eh, coming up next. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com lose weight now go to fat100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat100.com for free information on 
how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. I know it's hard, given who it is and the situation that he finds himself. But Antonio Brown yesterday made a mark in his first game with the New England Patriots. He was targeted incessantly early, caught a touchdown, and very quickly became Tom Brady's favorite target yesterday. So much so that Josh Gordon, to me, is a major loser from yesterday. He was relatively irrelevant. Julian Edelman's going to have his role. Listen, with the Patriots, we know how much depends on game flow. What I took out of it from watching a lot of that, especially the first half of New England-Miami, Antonio Brown, when he was on the field, was clearly Tom Brady's number one option. So I want to say, I wanted to come on the air and say, hey, Josh Gordon, loser. Julian Edelman, eh. Antonio Brown, winner. That's how I wanted to start this off. But of course, Robert Klemko goes out with an article from On Sports Illustrated on the Monday Morning Quarterback. It basically lined up all these other instances Antonio Brown did some bad stuff. What will it lead to? I don't know. There's still that question that surrounds AB. All I can do is tell you from an on-field perspective that Antonio Brown was fantastic. And when he is on the field, Josh Gordon is going to be severely, severely impacted, Frank. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think, you know, with Antonio Brown on this team, Josh Gordon is more of a boomer bust wide receiver three. When there are games that they get into a shootout and there's some back and forth, yeah, Josh Gordon, you know, might score a touchdown here or there. But ultimately, I think he's going to be third in the pecking order for targets, you know, maybe even fourth if you include James White when Antonio Brown is on the field. But that's why there's so many moving parts with this Antonio Brown situation. If you're someone who is actually worried about him being suspended or the league taking action based on everything that's coming out, you need to try and sell Antonio Brown right now. If you are someone who you know, likes to take chances, you like to risk it, then you keep Antonio Brown on your team because his upside with Tom Brady is going to be massive. He played only 24 snaps yesterday. He led the team in targets with eight. Five of those came in the red zone. He led all receivers, all pass catchers in the NFL in week two with five red zone targets. He led the Patriots in receiving with 56 yards. He caught a touchdown on a back shoulder throw. A little bit of a push off here from Antonio Brown. But you know what? They didn't call it, and it's a touchdown. And he already had a rapport with Tom Brady. Meanwhile, these guys have barely even practiced together. So it depends what side of the coin you're on. If you want to risk it, if you want to play for the upside, you keep Antonio Brown on your team. But based on everything that's going on right now, if you are the least bit worried about him getting suspended or the NFL taking action, you try and sell Antonio Brown now based on this game and sell him and sell that idea to the person you're trading with that look at what he just did with Tom Brady. He's only going to get better and better. So it depends which side of the coin you fall on here, Greg. What side do you fall on? I would probably keep him. Probably keep him. Yeah, I understand the risk that's involved, but dude, this was only one game. I think that they're only going to get better together. What would you do? What do you do about Josh Gordon? What do you do about Julian Edelman? What do you do with the other Patriots? You can't, you can't trade Josh Gordon at this point. I'm keeping Julian Edelman. Again, look, 
This is something that I did want to talk about today when it comes to the Patriots. Their next one, two, three, four, five games are the Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets. The only game that might be competitive is against the Bills, and that's solely because of their defense, but... We're not going to have a lot of competitive games in these next five games here. So just keep that in mind. We could get a heavy dosage of Sony Michelle. It could be one week it's this receiver, one week it's this receiver. But it's still very clear to me, Greg, Antonio Brown is the most talented receiver on this team. I'm still keeping Edelman. You can't trade Josh Gordon now because everyone is thinking exactly what we're thinking. I don't want to acquire Josh Gordon based on this performance. So I think you just kind of hold out. I will say when it comes back to the Pittsburgh just for a moment, yep. uh, Teammates, this comes from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Teammates believe James Conner's knee injury is not serious. Uh, Jalen Samuels, of course, will prepare to start if necessary, but overall sentiment in the locker room is the issue is manageable. Conner uh, looks fine. All right. Best news we've gotten all day here, Greg. Great, man. We don't have Jalen Samuels either, so. No, of course not. It's, it's not. it's not going great. It's not going It's not going great at all. Uh, but the Cowboys, we mentioned them before and how good they have looked through the first two weeks. Of course, they face the Giants, which doesn't really... Say all that much. Yeah. Um, they face the Redskins, which uh, doesn't all say that much. This week they face Miami. And they are going to be without Michael Gallup, who's having arthroscopic surgery wow. on his meniscus. It will knock him out for two to four weeks. Uh, it is just a meniscus tear, which really, truly is like a two to four week injury. But he is out for a little while. So, given the state of the Cowboys, winners, losers, and what do you think? Well, I think a... Clear winner is going to be Amari Cooper. I think the targets are going to... Look, they're going to remain where they are. Um, potentially even go up now that Michael Gallup is not here. I think Randall Cobb is a winner here as well. Uh, Jason Witten, who has scored a touchdown in each of the first two weeks of the NFL regular season here in the year 2019, the year of our, our Lord. Jason Witten is, is, is a thing here, again. But I'm going to throw another name out there, Greg. And uh, it's... You know, this has been a, a nice little reclamation project here for Devin Smith. Devin Smith, the former draft pick of uh, the New York Jets, the burner downfield. We saw him score a deep touchdown yesterday for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think that he's going to continue to play a little bit more here with Michael Gallup out. You sure. Know? So we're, they're going to take a few deep shots per game. And look, if you want exposure to this offense, it's a really good one. This is more so a deeper league ad. You know, 14 teams are deeper. Or you're playing a 12-team NFFC league where you have 20 roster spots. You can look at Devin Smith there. But I think... For everyone involved in the pass game, from Amari Cooper to Randall Cobb to Jason Witten, we consolidate those targets a little bit more, uh, and then Devin Smith will get a few deep shots per game in deeper leagues. All righty, so Devin Smith, deeper leagues, Amari Cooper, as long as he's healthy, Randall Cobb. Uh, Jason Witten, one of these tight ends that veteran old guys that tomorrow we'll have to probably talk about. Yeah, four for 25 and a touchdown. He's scored in each of the first two weeks. He has. He was targeted a few times in the red zone. Face the Dolphins. The Dolphins are not covering anybody, Greg. No, doesn't matter the position. No, does not. Jason Witten and the rest of this Cowboys offense, clearly uh, winners here. Let me go to Jacksonville and Houston. I know, Frank, you and I were arguing downstairs about the decision to go for two. Not really fantasy-related, so we'll save it. Uh, maybe for a, a post-BFS periscope if we ever have time to do it. But Gardner Minshew is the quarterback. That means Leonard Fournette, winner, going to rely on Leonard Fournette, loser. The favorite receiver of Nick Foles, Steve Westbrook. Yeah, very clear loser here. He was targeted five times, only holding one of those for three yards. I'm not ready to drop D.D. Westbrook yet. I want to see a few games out of Gardner Minshew because last week when Minshew came in, D.D. Westbrook actually led this team in target share. So I want to see a few more weeks, but a very clear loser here when it comes to 
D.D. Westbrook. D.J. Chark looked like he was the go-to guy for Gardner Minshew. Nine targets, seven receptions, 55 yards, scored a touchdown You know, in the red zone when the game was on the line. He's a big-bodied receiver, six foot four, was drafted in the second round of last year's NFL draft. So I do have some interest in D.J. Chark. Talk about him a little bit more tomorrow as a waiver-wire target. Leonard Fournette has had a, uh, at least six targets in each of the first two games. Caught four of those for 40 yards yesterday, but... The efficiency for uh, Leonard Fournette has just been brutal. Each year he's been in the NFL, only 3.1 yards per carry. I don't really see how that's going to get much better. Defense is not really respecting Gardner Minshew yet. On the other side, clear winner, Carlos Hyde. We spoke about him as well. 20 carries to only 6 for Duke Johnson. Why did they trade for Duke Johnson, a third-round pick, if they weren't going to use him? Probably more of a game flow thing when you know when there are games where there's a little bit more back and forth and they're playing some up-tempo. Duke Johnson's going to be on the field. But I also think Kiki QT being active for this game also affected Duke Johnson. In games where the Texans are leading and you know they're big favorites in a game like they were in this one, Carlos Hyde is going to play that Lamar Miller role. He's going to be in discussion as a RB3, as a flex option, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Carlos Hyde, when you're getting 20 touches in a game, and he didn't look You're terrible. Four and a half yards per carry against I, a really good defense. I, I understand they had week. some injuries yesterday, but Which is they, why we took they Houston still Survivor. ultimately held the Texans to 13 points. Did you wind up taking Houston and Survivor, brother? I did not. I took the Patriots. Oh, you you know what? Just take everyone against the Dolphins, man. I take am. the Cowboys next week. Dude. You were kind of sweating out this Texans game. I know. Yeah. Uh, extremely, <laughs> extremely. You came, uh, you came a Leonard Fournette reaching the ball out away from being out of your Survivor. So I was, at, I was at Judy's shower. And I, so my role at this thing... Uh, bridal shower. Yes, bridal shower. Yeah, it's just, you know... What else would it be? It's a family program. What else Judy's, would Judy's shower be? Judy's, Judy's shower. Yeah, you know, you know, inside the shower? Yeah, watching the game. No. <laughs> I was at Judy's bridal shower. So my role was to show up at like 3 o'clock and just, you know, take pictures and be there. That's my job, yep. right? So we take a bunch of pictures. We get there at 3 o'clock. I shake hands. I kiss babies. The whole deal. We take some pictures inside. We take some pictures outside. 345 or so and i'm like looking around checking my phone looking at the scores and i realize the texans like they scored the touchdown earlier I'm like, this is great it was huge and i get a text from my partner in the survivor pool and he's like garner Minshew can't do this can he and i see they're on like the houston 31 so i kind of like quietly stroll to the bar area and they had the, uh, this particular bar had the DirecTV game mix. So they had every, bo- every game like a small box. Yeah, so you break out your magnifying glass. So I, my monocle. <laughs> so I just stood there quietly away from everybody watching this game and you were acting like the idiot that I am. Like screaming at Gardner Minshew in the TV and cursing. Gardner Minshew ran for 56 yards. And people were like leaving the bridal shower. Be like, oh, great, where have you been? And I'm like, right here. Yeah, you know, just, you know. Big Texans fan. Yeah, I love, love, <laughs> I love the Texans. And then I, as soon as Fournette got stuffed, and I, I thought it was very, very clear uh, from the beginning that he was stuffed. He didn't he, get in. He, yeah. he didn't get in. And so I fist pump. I, I go back there. Yeah, a little Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. So I go, I go back to uh, the area where we're having the bridal shower, and um, I was like, oh, it's great, it's great. And then I get the text from my partner. He's like, so they're reviewing it. Like, what do you mean they're reviewing it? There's nothing to review. You know, every play gets reviewed when they're like under a minute. So they were taking pictures, and at the corner, at the corner of my eye, I see like the onside kick, and I was just like, "Please don't see, don't see Jacksonville celebrate! Please don't see Jacksonville celebrate!" And obviously, they didn't. And it was, and we won. We move on. You know what, Greg? You could have been sitting pretty at three o'clock with your New England Patriots as your survivor pick. The New England Patriots will play Miami again. I know. I know. At home. 
Yeah, but you got you to get to that point. I do. And right now I did. You did so for far. Now. And this week, hopefully, Dallas is going to have a stinker. <laughs> when everybody, like, what percentage of survivor pools do but you the think? The thing is, do you want to save Dallas for the next time they face Washington? Or the Giants. Also true. When, no. <laughs> Dallas at home against Miami. I, yeah, sorry. I haven't looked at the entire slate yet, but I haven't looked Dallas at, is going to be a very popular. I have not, like, what percentage of the pool do you Minnesota think? Minnesota at home against Oakland is going to be a very good What one. percentage of the pool do you think will take Dallas? 80% pulse. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. All right. We'll take a break here. We come back. Continue our winners, our losers, and our... We'll be back. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today. I am a big David Montgomery guy, Joe. He got the ball on the one-yard line ten times, man. Like, I understand. Over and over and over and over and over. I mean, you could feel good about that. Good. Because he looked great when he touched the football against the Packers, even though it was limited. And I just want him to get the football more. The combination of those two things will be good. But it's also not great running backs to play in the first game in Mile High Stadium. Because that's also a tough place for a running back to go and play. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy BFFs, 
We're live hanging out with you. And there's a lot of worry, Frank, going into the week about the rushing attack of the Green Bay Packers and an offensive line and how they would look and how Aaron Jones would look. Well, they faced Minnesota. Looked pretty dang good. Aaron Jones, a clear winner from week two. Yeah, monster game for Aaron Jones in this one. Had a career-high 23 carries, 27 touches overall, 116 rushing yards, 5 yards per carry, just doing what Aaron Jones does. You know, Jamal Williams, yeah, he had his 9 carries, 3.1 yards per carry, but Aaron Jones is very clearly much, much better than Jamal Williams. At least at, you know, running between the tackles, running outside, Pass protection, things like that. Yeah, you can argue Jamal Williams is better. Uh, but yeah, 27 touches here for Aaron Jones overall. And I mentioned last week when we were previewing the games, I still had him as a low-end RB2. I wasn't completely getting off Aaron Jones because he had a good game against the Minnesota Vikings last year as well. You know, two games into the season here, still kind of worried about this Packers offense. You know, Aaron Jones is a clear winner. There's no doubt about it, but... You know, just 209 yards for Aaron Rodgers, 6.1 yards per attempt. They had a big lead in this one, and they kind of coughed it up. So I think the jury's still out when it comes to this offense overall and Matt LaFleur's play calling. But, you know, if you just want to trust the talent of an Aaron Rodgers, he's a very clear buy low, and you're not going to be able to buy low on Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones at this point based on what they did yesterday. What about the other players in this game? MVS, Geronimo Allison gets a, a score. MVS didn't do anything. We thought he was a sneaky play this week. He wasn't, obviously. Uh, what do you think about those guys going forward? Yeah, I think they're both going to be inconsistent. MVS still played way more snaps than Geronimo Allison. Geronimo's been right around 30 snaps in each of the first two games. He scored the red zone touchdown here, played predominantly out of the slot, but the Packers have not been using a lot of three wide receiver sets. They've been mainly going with two, so that's why you see the snap counts much higher for MVS, but I think it might be you know one week it's MVS, one week it's Geronimo Allison. It's kind of hard to figure it out on a week-to-week basis, unless they end up in one of these games where there's a lot of points back and forth and you know they end up in a shootout, then maybe in games like that we can get value out of both of those receivers. But I think as of, as of now, Greg, it's really just you're starting Devontae every week, you're starting Aaron Jones every week, maybe we get Geronimo or MVS as bi-week replacements. I don't really think that they're much more than that. Nothing more than a bi-week replacement at this point. We'll see. We haven't really seen the Green Bay offense turn loose yet with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, look, they've had tough matchups too. Definitely. Bears in week one, Definitely. Vikings in week two. Uh, I think it gets I, easier. You get this the week. Denver Broncos in week three. Oh, it's next week it gets easier. Yeah, so I mean, the Broncos defense looked. Were they good yesterday, or was it just Mitchell Trubisky sucks? I think they're good. I think they're good. I trust Vic Fangio. I yeah, do. Well, they didn't look great in week Oakland. one against the I know. Raiders. So, I know. I know. Um, this one was at home too. Other side for Minnesota, we had a little differing opinions on this this morning as well. Dalvin Cook. Clear winner in this offense. I mean, it's it's a Dalvin Cook show. He's an RB one. Yeah. Stay healthy. He's a top five running back this year. Absolutely. And we kind of we knew that. We knew that. We knew that. That's what his upside could be. Yes. But you're getting him at the end of the first round, early second round. You have to price in that injury concern. And there's still a lot of games left, man. Fourteen to go. Yeah. So you don't I, look. We're not wishing anything. Knock on wood if you're with me. But Dalvin Cook, please stay healthy. Week one. Good news. Week one. Um, sorry. Good news. Bad news. Bad news. Kirk Cousins only threw twenty passes. In week two. Good news. He threw, he threw 32 passes, Greg. Oh, sorry, he only completed 20 passes? I don't know. He completed 14. That was, that was the bad news. That's, that's not yeah. good. So uh, the good news was that he more than doubled, if not tripled, how many passes he threw in week one. Bad news was he only completed 14 passes. Now, the good news is we know where those passes are going. 
It's going to Stephon Diggs, and it's going to Adam Thielen. Diggs had a completely BS touchdown call back. That was like absurd. I am yeah, so that out. That was a ridiculous. I am call. so out on reviewing pass interference. Yeah, pass interference. Yeah. After no. the season, it's gone. Enough. It's it's yeah. I don't know that it will be. It's gone, terrible. But it's a joke. It should be. It's. I agree with you. It's a joke. It's a joke. So so Stephon Diggs could have had two touchdowns in Correct. this game. He was targeted seven times. Adam Thielen was targeted eight times. They basically accounted for almost fifty percent of the target share in this game. And I imagine most weeks. That's how it's going to be. Like, the pass game is going to go through them, but how much are they going to pass the ball? That's the question. So, I don't know. I'm worried about this, man. I'm worried about Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. They face the Oakland Raiders next week. How much are they going to have to throw the ball in that matchup? They're at home. The Raiders' defense did not look great yesterday against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I'm going to give them one more week because it's a good matchup. But if after next week we don't see a ton of targets, or we don't see a, a, a ton of receptions converted, specifically for Stefan Diggs, who was targeted seven times, only caught one of those, then I would still be trying to sell these guys based on their name value. Because the further we go into the season and consistently see their targets as low as they are and the production is not there, the harder it's going to be to sell the name of Adam Thielen or Stefan Diggs. So Absolutely. I really want to see these guys come out and show out in week three against the Raiders. But if they can't, Greg... I'm going to be trying to ship these guys out for a more consistent wide receiver. I tend to agree with you. I think that the name value loses something as much deeper as we get into the season. Week two, it's still early. Oh, it's Stephon Diggs. It's Adam Thielen. Yeah, they'll be fine. There was a lot of people last week saying you should be buying Stephon Diggs. I wanted to sell him to Brandon Cooks, remember? That's where I was. Yeah, and, Stephon, and Brandon Cooks had a pretty good game yesterday, too. So He did. Would you still be able to pull that off even if you wanted to? I don't know about that. I don't know. Let me get into the Rams just for a second because we, we mentioned them. I. Yep. I know Robert Woods only, I think, had two catches yesterday, but he was very involved. Like, he was all, obviously doesn't come off the field. He was more involved than the numbers showed. And didn't he have a big reception call back, back due to uh, yes. a penalty? Yes, he did. Robert Woods is going to be fine. Cooper Cup was awesome. Should have had a touchdown, too. Should have had a touchdown. Down one, down, inch. one inch line. Yeah. The problem was Todd Gurley didn't come in after that. It was Malcolm Brown that came in. Now, earlier in the game, Todd Gurley did have the touchdown, which was good, but he literally has drives off. He just stands there, doesn't even put his helmet on. It's like, even if Malcolm Brown were to get hurt, I feel like he, it wouldn't be Gurley coming in. They're managing this workload more so than I thought. I know, I know you were very off of Todd Gurley, but they're managing this workload a heavy, heavy, heavy amount. And even as a Gurley owner, even as someone that watched him have a good game yesterday, I would use the opportunity to sell. You'd be selling Todd Gurley based on him scoring a touchdown yesterday. It wasn't based... I mean, yes. Yes. Yep. My answer is yes, because he scored a touchdown. Look, Gurley's back. He's fine. He plays in the red zone. Malcolm Brown plays a lot, man. Yeah, Todd Gurley, four red zone carries yesterday to Malcolm Brown's two. So that's why I put this in the eh category. I'm selling. Because there's positives here, because Todd Gurley severely outtouched Malcolm Brown in this game. Todd Gurley, 16 carries to Malcolm Brown's six. We also had three receptions for Todd Gurley. So 19 touches versus seven for Malcolm Brown. And you see Todd Gurley score the red zone touchdown, four red zone carries versus two for Malcolm Brown. But you're right. When they were on that one-inch line, it was Malcolm Brown who was in the game. We saw Todd Gurley riding the bike on the sideline. Riding the bike, sitting there with his helmet not so in So that's hands. why I think it's kind of a, you know, what do we make of this situation overall? Because there is some good that he scored, and he had more red zone usage this week than last week. But there is some bad. I saw this uh, earlier today that... His snap percentage in this game was like 63% for Todd Gurley. 
And that's the lowest it's been in a game with Sean McVay since the start of the 2017 season. So there's some good involved with Todd Gurley. There's some bad involved with Todd Gurley. As a Gurley owner, Greg, I'll ask you this. Yeah. Who would you be trying to target if you can trade away Todd Gurley? Because I think Gurley is still in that high-end RB2, low-end RB1 discussion. I think he's a maybe top 12 running back, maybe top 15. Would you trade Todd Gurley for Aaron Jones? That's a fair question. I probably would, just because you know I'm scared about Gurley. I know you are. And I like Aaron Jones. I really love that usage yesterday. 27 touches. Not that he's been a model of health himself either. He's missed a lot of games his first couple of years, but 27 touches, pretty damn good Packers offense. Or what we think to be a pretty good Packers offense. That's an interesting one. It's a good one. That's an interesting fair one. one. That's an interesting Something one. that I would entertain. I'd probably look into the schedules a little bit more. But. Of course. That was the first one that came to mind. Um, I just... I don't know where other people are. I think are, I would really. do it. I would rather have Aaron Jones. Okay. okay. Yeah, but that's kind of like... That's what we're looking at. High-end RB2 value. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Um, let me keep going. I want, I want to push through If Nick more. Chubb has a bad game tonight, I, that's that something I That was the first do. thing yeah. that came to mind, That's too. something I would try and do. Same with, Le- same with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Well, either running back has a bad game tonight. I would yep. do that. Yeah. Um, let me get to San Francisco, where Raheem Mostert had a big game. Debo Samuel had a big game. They are clearly winners from this past Sunday. Jimmy G, a winner from this past Sunday. And the matchup was right. Everyone kind of read that, right? Uh, Dante Pettis, something that you and I clearly read wrong. Dante Pettis, I believe, droppable. He is droppable. He played a ton of snaps in this game and still was not targeted a single time. The only stat that he recorded, one for one, 16-yard pass. Well, that's great, Dante Pettis. That's not what we were drafting you for. I'm not, I don't really understand what's going on. There's got to be something going on behind the scenes. He's running the wrong routes. He doesn't mess well with Kyle Shanahan, whatever it is, because last year, that final month, I don't think that that was a fluke. I think Dante Pettis is a talented player, but I'm willing to take the L on this one. I, I, I apologize to everyone who drafted him. I drafted him in a few leagues as well. Debo Samuel looks to be the wide receiver one on this team. He led all their wide receivers in targets, receptions, receiving yards. He scored a red zone touchdown this week as well. The snaps were still kind of all over the place for the 49ers wide receivers in this game. For example, I, I think Debo Samuel was like fourth on the list in terms of snaps. But this was a blowout. This was a game that was out of hand. So they might have just been resting these guys down the stretch. We'll talk more about Raheem Mostert and Debo Samuel uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo on the waiver show tomorrow. They're obviously going to be very popular pickups, as they should be. But you're right, Greg. I'm taking the L on Dante Pettis. He could be dropped in all leagues. I totally, totally agree. Yesterday, I just I saw this from Albert Breer. He tweeted out uh, the Patriots snapcast. I know I'm going back, but it's coming across. Yep. Julian Edelman, uh, 66 of 72 snaps. So he was out yeah. there every play. Antonio Brown only played 24 snaps. Yeah, 24. Yeah. Josh Gordon played 57. They made it so he's still on the field. They yeah. made it a point to get it to Antonio Brown. I, you knew that was going to be the case. Totally. I said that last week. Totally. In Josh Gordon's first game last year with the Patriots, they were force-feeding him the ball. And, of course, you know they asked Belichick after the game, you know, what, did you, did you want to make it a thing to get Antonio Brown involved? Well, we've been running the same offensive system for the past 20 years. We don't try to get anybody the ball. We're just going to tra- take what defenses are giving to us, and that was Antonio Brown. Well, thanks, Bill Belichick, but we're not believing that crap for one second. They wanted to get him involved, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other NFC West team I wanted to make sure we mentioned was the Arizona Cardinals. That was my uh, play of the day, as I, as I uh, said. It's a great yesterday. call. It was the Arizona I love the Bills. They were my best bet. The Bills were your best bet. Yep. My, mine was the Cardinals yesterday. I really like the Cardinals and the Colts, both of which. This was know. a fun game, too. I watched this entire game. Blind nut found it. Yeah. A blind squirrel yeah. found it there. It was, uh, it was not fun if you were a David Johnson owner for a little bit because oh my God. I was freaking out, dude. 
my home league, I have David Johnson and Kyler Murray. I don't have Chase Edmonds. Do me a favor. If you own David Johnson, just pick up Chase Edmonds. Make your life so much easier. Because, you know, he re-injured his surgically repaired wrist for a little bit in this game. He left briefly. He came back in. But this might actually end up being a thing. Because, you know, you're running between the tackles. You have all these big-ass offensive linemen falling all over you. Like, you might actually re-injure your wrist. Just do me a favor. Pick up Chase Edmonds if you own David Johnson. Another takeaway here, big winners, Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. The first two games of the Cliff Kingsbury offense, Greg, they have thrown the ball 54 times and 40 times, respectively. This defense is bad. This Cardinals defense is bad. They're going to be in shootouts. They're going to be trailing. They're going to throw the ball. Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald, both over 100 yards receiving yesterday. They are very clear winners, in my opinion. Greg, Larry Fitzgerald might have... Be, might even be in discussion to be a low-end wide receiver one. I, I don't so even think that possible. that's like overvaluing him or overstating things. I try to tell you, man, but I he is a top 15 wide receiver, top 20 at the lowest. I think Christian Kirk is a very clear, you know, low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three. There's going to be a ton, a ton of passing volume in this offense this season. I tried to tell you, man. I, I tried to tell you. And life Fitz and Kirk are still very clearly the most talented wide Absolutely. receivers on this team. Absolutely. Uh, I think Keyshawn Johnson's going to be a player. I actually kind of like him. I agree. Michael Crabtree, I think he's I think he's done. He's done. Demir Bird, you know, they were trying to force feed him the ball. It didn't really work. I think Kirk and Fitzgerald are very clearly the best wide receivers on this team. Totally. Last thing I want to mention on the show, just for me, uh, the Chiefs, their pass catchers, Demarcus Robinson, man. Yeah, yeah, 30 seconds. We're going to talk about him a ton tomorrow as well. Running game is kind of a lot of The letdown. Chiefs passing attack, clear winners. The Ravens passing attack, Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, very clearly yeah. the top two targets in this offense, winners as well. Absolutely. That's going to do it for us. Coming up next, Wager Talks right here on the Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo Channel 719. If you're not on the grid yet, what are you doing? Get on the grid. He's Frank Stample. I'm Greg Sussman. EY joins us tomorrow. Hopefully we're winners. We'll see you then. We, we hope. hope. Go Jets! Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. It's very real for you. I, I got a, I got a little bit more time. It's very real. I'm about two Yester- years away, yeah. so I'm I'm chilling for now. Yesterday was real. <laughs> yesterday was really extremely real. You yeah. know, it was just like holy crap, like this is happening. <laughs> I watched a lot, but you know what the best part. Get married was. in like two months, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like six Wild. weeks. Yeah, yeah. On um, my birthday too. Sorry about that. But you'll be attending. Yeah. You, 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 you checked true. yes. That is my... Uh, you checked yes. This is the little birthday party to myself. I wasn't sure. You know, you know I'm, going, birthday, I'm, going to, I'm going to Greg's wedding on my birthday. No. Thanks, man. Will we be singing happy birthday to me? No. Oh. Well, maybe just like my table? Sure. All right. You can just tell the other people at your table. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, just introduce myself or maybe there'll be people I know there. I don't know. We don't know. You know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, all right. So on the show today, we're going to get into... Everything and how it affects winners, losers. We're going to do all that uh, coming up in a little bit. I want to. Um, I want to wait before we get into the the, the big the biggest stories. So I want to do that after the race. So we have time to kind of elaborate here. So let me start with the Dallas Cowboys. Who this upcoming week they play Miami. They are twenty one and a half point favorites. Opened up, which is nuts. But Miami may be the worst team we've ever seen. I mean, they got demolished by the New England Patriots yesterday. It was close for a little while. But, like, they are truly, Frank, the worst team I've, I've ever seen. And that's the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and that's not even an overstatement either. They are that bad. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick throwing two pick sixes. If you were playing against the Patriots defense yesterday in fantasy, my God, I am sorry because I was facing them in a few leagues. I haven't, you know, you don't normally see defenses give you 40 points in fantasy football matchups. Well, guess what? It happened to this guy in two different leagues yesterday. So the Dolphins are really that bad. I mean, they got to turn it over to Josh Rosen. You got to at least see what you have in the kid. I understand, you know, the offensive line is terrible. He's played both seems games. Like, seems like everybody is terrible on this team. It's not entirely true. I don't think Kenyon Drake is a bad player, but when you're put in this type of predicament, you're pretty much set up to fail. You're not really, you're not going to have anywhere to run. How about a few times yesterday, Kalen Balaje threw him the ball. I, I believe he, one fumbled off of his hands, yes. went into a pick six. Yes. The other one they threw at him, he ducked out of the way, Greg. 
That was he the dunked out of the way. So I'm going to imitate this. This is unbelievable. I've never seen this. We, I, I watched it. I rewound. Uh, you want to pass me a football? We'll, we'll zoom out. I'll throw yeah. it at you. Yeah, you can, you can duck out of the here way. We here we go. Yeah, here we go. We got one up here. We got one over there. All right, let's get a little. Uh, let's get let's get this camera zoomed out a little zoom, bit. We're gonna zoom I'm, that out. I'm actually going to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a play by play here. I am Ryan Fitzpatrick. You are Kalen Balage. So I'm gonna come out of the backfield. You're, you're coming out of the backfield. I'm standing in the pocket. I'm about to get killed because I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that's ba- that's basically how it went down. Ryan Fitzpatrick tried to throw the ball to Kalen Balage, and he here, ducked. We're, out we're, of we're gonna do it one more time. 